Welcome back to another daily walk. And uh, today we are starting a brand new year. So happy new year. And guys, I want to encourage you, if you have not done it before, this is the year that you need to read the Bible all the way through, beginning to end. And we're going to talk about a few different approaches to this. Now, you should be striving to read it more than just once a year. But once a year is a very good start. So we're going to go ahead and, and uh, talk about what we can do here. Now, uh, when we're talking about reading through the Bible, there's a few things to keep in mind. This isn't an in-depth study. You're not in-depth studying the whole Bible through. You don't have enough time for that. You should be spending hours on individual little sections of Scripture. You don't necessarily have time to do that for the whole Bible. But let me tell you where this is in the big picture. Of your faith and of your life in Christ, you need to understand the Word of God. If you do not have an understanding, know what's in your Bible, you don't have these fundamental principles down, you don't really know what faith is. Okay? You don't know what faith is until it's the Word of God instructing you, not a pastor or religious organization or anything else. So you really need to take that cue from the Word of God itself. So after that being said, the next thing we want to mention is in your overarching plan of, uh, of your life, you want to have times of in-depth study which are bringing you deeper and deeper on individual sections. And you should be doing a couple of these a week. Maybe not every single day. Uh, there's certainly people that have time for that, but uh, I want to be, I want to recognize that not everybody can do in-depth hours of study every single day. Maybe it's something we should all strive for, but life does sometimes get in the way. But the very minimum, what we're talking about here with reading through the whole Bible is this gives you a broad overview so that as you're reading through it, what you're going to see is you're going to be able to make those connections and you'll be able to go back and make deeper connections. So like as I was preparing a Bible study for later on today uh, with somebody, I'm going through and reading through this book and all of these other verses that I know from my regular readings are popping back and popping back and popping back. And that is the point is to have an overall familiarity to, uh, to what your uh, life is, uh, what, what your scriptures are. And so, that being said, our task is not to go through it in great detail. We're not asking you to absolutely remember everything that you read this morning every single day. We're asking you to go through and familiarize yourself with the scriptures by going through it beginning to end. This is a, a not an in-depth, this is a broad overview reading. Now, the first couple times you do this, if you've not done this before, you're going to pass through sections and you're going to look at the end and say, I have no earthly idea what in the world I just read. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You'll come back to those and clarify them on your times when you have more in-depth time to do studies. But our task is if you're confused, just move on. The reason is it's going to take you somewhere between three and five times of reading the scriptures before it really starts making a lot of sense to you in the overall context. And so this is really the principle that, that you want to do. So now let's talk about how you're going to pull this off. How are you going to read the scripture year uh, in one year? 
So we have to look at a few things. The structure of the, of the Bible we're using, the methodology that we're using, and uh, we also want to have a look at, at how big of a Bible, what type of Bible. Is this something you're going to read the Bible with the study notes? You might be able to do that, or you might just do, uh, you might just read through without study notes. That's kind of up to you. It is fascinating when you read the whole Bible with study notes. That is actually quite a bit fascinating. And so, um, but it does take more time. Realize that. But what we're just talking about is the basic overview. So first, if you can get a chronological Bible, these help you make the most sense of your scriptures. Chronologically going through the Bible in the chronological order of redemption makes a lot more sense sometimes than the way the Bible is delivered to us. Not that the way the Bible is delivered to us is bad, but if you happen to get yourself a chronological Bible, what I would recommend doing, this is what I did, you take the Bible, you look at the page count, you divide that by 365, and you're going to read that many pages a day. Now, you're going to round up, you're not going to have a perfect, you know, three, three pages today, six pages today, you're always going to have some decimal. Round those up, so that if you get super busy and you miss a day, you're not going to fall super far behind. Um, maybe you'll get to the point where, uh, for me, my I was rounding up and I was perfectly on track all the way until the end of the year, and I finished the whole Bible cover to cover, um, you know, I don't know, a week or two early before the end of the year. That gave me some time to start in on the next reading, which is good because I had, I think, two days in a row where because of the craziness of where I was at and where I had to get to, I didn't get the chance to read, but I didn't fall behind either. In fact, I'm still ahead as of now because I took some time to start reading in that earlier. And even now as I'm reading through, I'm still jumping a little bit ahead from time to time. So this is our second approach. If you're not reading chronological and you're just reading through the scriptures, what you're going to want to target for, um, for a, a single year reading is you're going to read three chapters a day. Okay, three chapters a day. Now, some people will say, I'm just going to go all the way from Genesis all the way through. That's usually what I do. I'm actually doing something different this year. This year, I am actually doing the alternative strategy, which has you reading two of those three verses in the Old Testament and one of those three verses in the New Testament every day, which means that I'm going to read through the Old and the New Testament kind of concurrently. I've never done that before, and it'll be interesting to see what um, what I think about that particular strategy. Of all my ways, the chronological Bible is the best. It helps you understand it the best in the overall con uh, context. So get yourself a chronological Bible. Now, let's talk about your translations, because inver invariably this is going to be um, an issue. Now, if you're just reading it online or something like that, you have a, every different translation to choose from. I'll tell you which ones to pick from. If you're going out and buying a Bible, if you have a Bible, even if you have a Bible that I wouldn't consider necessarily a good translation, it's better to read that than nothing at all. So go ahead and read what you have so you're not spending any more money. If you're saying, I'm going to go out and get myself a good Bible for this, then again, let's talk about the best translations. And there's a few different translational approaches. There's a few different ways people have, and there's a big debate about what is the best translation out there. There is a King James only group that is very militant in suggesting that every other version is, is evil. I completely disagree with that argument. I think it is dangerous. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that that we're not going to get into here, but I have done separate videos on that in the past. 
King James itself is a fine translation. It is, some people don't like it because it was written hundreds of years ago. The language is old and out of dated and there are some words in there that have different meanings now than they had when the translation was written. Those are some of the criticisms. Now, some of the, um, some of the criticisms of the other translation is some of them are so committed to the newer manuscripts that they omit verses that were in the King James leaving actual gaps in the Bible. Um, NA, uh, excuse me, um, NIV uh, made a lot of waves doing this, but ESV, which is popular among preachers, uh, does that as well. I've seen some speculation, I have not confirmed, that the new version of the NASB is going to do that. I completely would disagree with that um, if they did do that, but I, I've heard that, but I then looked at a few different verses from the new version of that, and... Um, I did see those there, but I haven't actually evaluated that new version. So my favorite tra uh, translations, probably in order, NASB is absolutely my favorite. Um, and uh, that's going to be slightly injured if they have indeed pulled out some of those other verses. Um, but uh, that one I like. It is a word-for-word -word transliteration. They have those extra verses in brackets so you understand contextually what's going on. And overall, it, the downsides of it, it has a higher reading level, about a 7th grade reading level. And it is a, uh, a little bit choppy in places. Hebrews particularly is a little hard to read in the NASB because it is trying to be a word for word. Now the King James was approached with a more of a thought for thought type basis. And of course they kept in a lot of your um, a lot of your poetic language as well, which was popular in the basic writings of those days. And so uh, when you have a thought for thought, they looked at what this, what the original writer was trying to say, and then they translated that in the thought process rather than the word process. I like the word process so I can put my own thought behind it. That's why I like the NASB, but both are good approaches. I like the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Uh, that is a pretty good one, and I do like the ESV, although not my favorite. Of the more trendy, probably not the better translations, if you wanted to go something that's that's uh, a little bit more hip and modern. The only one of those that I tend to like is the NLT, the New Living Translation. Not the best, but it's a decent translation overall. I do like how easy it is to understand. So those are the translations that I like the most. Now there are, in the English language, dozens. I think there's something like 70 or 80 different translations in the English language, if I remember correctly. And uh, that's too many. And a lot of these new translations are flat out heretical. So I would avoid something that's out of these. Now I will note there's a new one that I'm evaluating this year. It's a brand new translation called the LSB, the Legacy Standard Bible. It seeks to provide a balance between the NASB and the King James Version, uh, maintaining a lot of the old integrity of uh, both of the manuscript uh, types together. So that's the one I'm reading this year, and uh, probably about six months through, I'm actually reading the Bible through a few times this year. So probably about six months through this year, I will have a review of that particular version. That's the LSB. So with that, guys, um, we will leave this one here. Thanks for watching, and I will encourage you, read through your scriptures this year. Do it. This is the year you need to do it. If you've said in the past, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and you haven't done it, this is the year you need to do it. So start reading through your scriptures. So thanks for watching, guys. Have a look over the website at ourwalkinchrist.com, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk.
and our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.